There is a podcast about an island in the North Atlantic where people have been looking for an incredible treasure for more than 200 years. Hello, and welcome back to Could It Be? An Oak Island podcast. We are your hosts, Deidre and Dustin White. Yo! Yo! Hey, hey! It's Oak Island recap, recap day. day. Yep. <laughs> All right. So we've got a fun episode to chat about today. Yes. Uh, well, we do apologize for getting this out a little bit late. We've been super busy this week. We've had a lot going on. Mm-hmm. And, but we're here. But we're here and we're ready to have a good time with y'all. Yep. And, and I think we should chat about what happened in this crazy episode. We should. It wasn't that crazy. I mean, there was some exciting things happening. You know, they're putting another case on down. Yep. We had a visit from the rest stalls. Mm-hmm. You know, it's... Uh, it was a cool episode. Yeah. So let's go ahead and get into chatting about, what is it? Season seven, episode 21, 21. A Leaf of Faith. A Leaf of Faith. Yeah. They're all about the, um, about the dad puns this year. Yeah. The puns. I'm all about it. Yeah. I'm on board. You see what one of the future episodes is called? Well, Mark's X the Spot. You know, <laughs> so I was just kind of dwelling on that as far as, is that wrong or does someone named Mark come in and X the spot and it ends up being the money pit? Mark, we want to know who you are. And how did you X the spot? It's probably what he does. Is that his job? Yeah. If my name was Mark, I would hope my job title was X the spot. Mm-hmm. Well, it would make sense because everybody always says X marks the spot, right? Yeah, but nobody's named X. What if the X-Men mark the spot? Dun, dun, dun. It's a nice little falcon twist there. <laughs> a falcon twist. Okay, okay. If anybody knows what a falcon twist is, send us an email because yeah, we uh, want to chat. Pretty funny. <laughs> All right. So they do a lot of stuff in the money pit. They do stuff yeah. in the war room. You know, they got some get-togethers, uh-huh. and they've also um, they did a lot in the Smith's Cove. They in Smith's Cove. No, I was just seeing if you're paying attention. I was gonna say I don't think I saw <laughs> that part of the episode, and um, yeah. No, nope, you're paying attention. You're good. Never mind. We just spent minimal time in the swamp, but we mm-hmm. did go visit it. We don't want the swamp to think we have neglected it. Yep. Uh, not neglecting the swamp, but um, most of the efforts seem to be focused on the money pit right now. Well, yeah, because we're getting closer and closer. Well, okay. So we should jump into maybe uh, the war room meeting with Jeremy Church. Okay. And yeah, what, let's start what, there. What made them uh, go to the spot they're now drilling on you know, in the uh, money pit, Uh the proper money pit, the prop. Well, assumingly so war rooms. Yeah. Oh yeah. War room. So Jeremy church, he is representative from Eagle Canada. Uh You remember them? Uh, yes. They don't leave my memory. Well, we just haven't seen them in a few episodes, like most of the season. Yeah, that's true. They they've been around a lot in the past two seasons. Uh They are the team that comes and does the uh, seismic charges Uh and to map Deep underground. Well, not that deep. The, the shallow mapping. Well, deep's a relative term. It's right? deep for digging. It's not deep for like what they normally do. Exactly. It'd be deep if I was just looking for something underground, like at my house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like three hundred feet is pretty deep. Yeah. But when and you're talking, you know, drilling for oil and stuff. Well, it's, it's at what ten feet that you can only really start seeing. Clearly. So that's a pretty big hole to start with if mm-hmm. I was digging it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, we've dug some holes and it takes a lot of effort just to get down like four feet deep. So. Yeah. I was just digging six inch holes in the backyard for my new U-shaped structure. <laughs> and, you know, I have a lot of rocks in there. Yeah. If you don't know, Deidre created a U-shaped structure in our backyard. I sure did. It's, it, it holds. Um, it is soon to hold it's tomatoes. It's her garden. Yeah. And all kinds of fun things. But I... I build things. I use two by fours and four by well, fours. We, we want to thank your mom. Yes. So, my mom and Ron and for Ron. helping so, out. Thanks, mom and Ron. Appreciate it. <laughs> you built a U-shaped structure in our backyard. Yeah. Woohoo. Woohoo. No, okay. We I'm sure they don't. Did you carve any Roman numerals into it? Oh, I'm going to. Oh, good. Like your Lincoln log. I'm gonna Lincoln log it out. Okay, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, Jeremy shows up. He's chatting with the guys. Who's all there? We got Marty, we got Rick. Craig, so the three amigos, <laughs> and then Dave, Doug, Steve, and Terry are there. Are they Did not we have amigos? anybody else? They're not part of the three 
amigos. Oh. Yeah, because Rick, they're Marty, amigos. and Greg are like the head honchos. Well, yeah. Unless you got you're the... on Lot 21. Yeah, then. <laughs> then Laird's the head honcho. Yeah. <laughs> Everything goes through Laird on Lot 21. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so Jeremy shows him a new map. Uh-huh. That features over 80,000 data points. So that's a lot of data. Mm -hmm. And it's uh, stuff that's on the eastern drumlin of the island. Correct, Amundo. And uh, so it's results from seismic testing from 2018 and 2019. Yeah, it's a lot of the island. You see where they've got it color-coded. So it's like you can see where they overlapped like 2018 and 2019. Yeah, they did, they did a few places twice it looked like. Yeah, well, I'd assume they are areas in which, you know, were earlier testing. They were still trying. This technology is new, right? So if you, mm -hmm. as you refine it and you've done these different areas, then it makes sense to go ahead, redo it with what you've done mm -hmm. and see what happens. Probably cross-reference it. Yeah, I think I think some of that may have been because they're interest, they're real interested in that those spots, mm -hmm. right? Obviously. Yeah. And um, they want to make sure that uh where they were doing the newer mm -hmm. seismic charges they probably need to um bleed over into that area a little bit so that they can you know make sure they're getting everything they need mm -hmm. is my thought i don't so. think the additional data points are gonna be hindering them by doing that but that being said eighty thousand points it's a lot of data they have to go through. It's taken a while because they have to process it or else you're getting just a ton of noise, mm -hmm. right? So they have to go through, see what's super important, what's just noise coming back from whatever is down there, what's relevant. That's that's a lot of work. Absolutely. So uh, we, I know you and I spent some time kind of looking at their huge master map that mm -hmm. shows all the data right mm -hmm. and there's several of those tunnel anomalies which we talked about like earlier in the season and kind of last year the look tunnel e <laughs> tunnely tunnely you know the horizontal uh there's different markings where it says like 30 feet ss slash 60 feet tvd and Okay. You know what that stuff means? Oh, I do. Oh, good. Uh, are, are you proud of me? Yeah. Okay, so SS stands for subsurface. Mm. So that would be where it starts below the top of the surface. Okay. Good. And total, let's see here, TVD, total vertical distance. Wow. Good job. Thanks. Way to look that stuff up. You know what? I didn't oh. actually. I spent some time thinking on it and I messaged Steve <laughs> and I said, can you confirm or deny? <laughs> and turns out I'm pretty smart. Good job. I was really proud. I checked thought? my work. Who would have thought? Me. Just kidding. <laughs> you booger. So for me, when I'm looking at these, I really want to know what that means. Yeah. And when I stepped back, back and thought about it, I was like, okay, 30 feet subsurface that made sense right sure. mm -hmm. so that we're looking at depth and then i actually thought it was tur total not turtle turtle vertical uh like total turtles. vertical <laughs> diameter mm -hmm. but i guess distance we're talking about the same thing yeah so well well done thank you yeah. so there's some of these different anomalies which are the tunnel ones at 30 feet 50 feet 75 feet and which are the smaller ones, but at 160 feet, we get what he refers to as the teardrop anomaly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's an area that it just looks like a teardrop. If you, mm -hmm. depending on you know what way you spin the image, I'm sure, mm -hmm. or know. an avocado, or an avocado. Yep, yeah. yep. And Jeremy showed them that the teardrop anomaly uh, is in the core of the money pit. And it, like you said, it measures or it's down at about 160 feet deep and it measures about 13 feet by 13 feet. Whoa. And that's supposedly, you know, that's a good size too. Well, 13. Yeah. But I mean, that's, there's, um, uh, one of the, I guess, uh, things that viewers are supposed to know, except for I didn't, even though I've been, mm -hmm. I feel like I've been paying attention probably better than a lot of people. <laughs> well, yeah, we take notes every week. Yeah. But there, he's saying like uh, that's that matches the historical description of mm -hmm. like what the boys found, mm -hmm. you know, talking about uh, Daniel McGinnis, Anthony yeah. Vaughn, and John Smith, 
when they found that depression in the ground and they started digging and finding all the oak platforms mm -hmm. that matched the 13 by 13 feet, I guess. I never heard that, but I mean, when when Robert Clotworthy, the narrator, started talking about it, it's like he expected us to know. Well, <laughs> he expected course. us to remember that. Well, maybe he said it at some point, but I just don't remember. Expect us to know. That's why he gave us a mini refresher. Mm -hmm. And I was just thinking about it. Those are the original three amigos. Maybe a three amigo headed team was supposed to find this. Perhaps. See? Well, it's Rick Lagina now, right? He's the head amigo. He's the head amigo. So what oh, does he's that the make leading, him? Like, the other two are financing the charge, but he's leading the charge. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> if he had to pick an amigo, who is he? Who's who? Of the amigos. Is he like Curly or? Okay. <laughs> That's a Stooges. Okay. Stooges. Stooges. Okay. So why, why would you call Rick Marty and Craig Stooges? That is messed up. Okay. That's a, that's, that's... I got Migos, Amigos, and oh Stooges mixed up. But... <laughs> yeah. Okay. So Rick is so curly. much for being smart. <laughs> oh man, Marty is Mo. <laughs> Marty, Marty's Mo. Wow. Okay. Well, uh, let's, all let's right. get back on track. You so, know, that, that's let's, a good let's forget funny. about Amigos and Stooges, okay? Because I don't think anybody, like, <laughs> off the top of their head, knows their name of the three Amigos. Just, you know. I do. They're Marty, Rick, and Craig. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I know who played the three amigos. That was Chevy, Chevy Chase, okay. uh, Steve Martin, and Martin Short. So Martin could be Marty. There you go. There we go. Okay. <laughs> okay. Now that that wow. tangent's over. Wow. Okay. <laughs> and I just showed my wealth of knowledge about amigos. Okay. I'm going to get us back on track. So <laughs> Steve, you. he pulls up a map. Of where the tear shop anomaly would lie, mm -hmm. and borehole eight H eight, the famous borehole from last season, mm -hmm. the one where they pulled up human bones, leather, yada yada yada, right? Mm -hmm. It comprises southern end of the teardrop, so like they might have been right there, just right like, on it. Oh, it was just right at that. Well, it they were on the part of the teardrop, so yeah, the northern part of the teardrop, or I don't know if it's actually northern, but the part above it mm -hmm. was empty space no caissons mm -hmm. and so i think and that's, then that's right how they pick it like the center of it that seemed to be you know the middle of the 13 yeah. by 13 so they just they could have just barely hit the outside mm -hmm. of it which is fascinating yeah they like just put the the caisson down and there's like um you know how they think it's all cursed and there's dead bodies down there and stuff they like uh clipped a uh, bone or something mm -hmm. with the big with the one case on and uh, brought it up and mm -hmm. and here we and here we are yeah. it's interesting because earlier in the season uh i think it was just a couple episodes ago that rick was mentioning something about oh, i just feel like h8 was really he did we we were either really close to the money pit or we were there. Yeah. Marty says that they just miss it. And Dave goes, we missed it by that much. Yeah. And he pulls his finger an inch apart from his finger and his thumb an inch apart from each other. And he totally just laughs like at much. Marty. Oh yeah. He's just pointing. Ha ha. Yeah. He goes, ha ha Marty. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Dave. Yeah, so Rick says you. that he wants to drop a can in that area. Obviously. Obviously I'm on board. Yeah. Then they thank uh, Jeremy for his presentation and they mm -hmm. kind of send him on his way. Mm -hmm. But that gets us you know, gets the ball rolling to mm -hmm. pick the final case on of the season, I guess, you know, because there's probably only a couple episodes left. Yeah, so. exactly. And we get a little flash over to Irving and Rock working together to set up equipment while we uh, cruise Re on over to the swamp. Repositioning the oscillator. And That's whatnot. right. Mm -hmm. Putting right. the finger on the map there. Mm -hmm. So what happened in the swamp this episode? Okay, so we had another doctor join us. Oh, yeah? Who's that? Dr. Roger Evans. Oh, it's not Swample Stiltskin? No, it's not Swample Stiltskin, but it is a colleague of his because okay. they said he was from Acadia. Acadia University. So They get a lot of uh, professionals from Acadia University helping out on the island. Mm -hmm. It's good to get the locals. Oh, of course. And yeah. he is a botanist, mm -hmm. and they take him to the area kind of around the eye of the swamp. Yep. Uh, Scott, Doug, Billy, Rick. Dr. Evans, um, they are all there, mm -hmm. and they're wanting him to take a look at that stump. Yeah, it's a weird-looking stump, too, isn't it? Mm -hmm. It's really sprawling. It's uh, We get a good look at it, which yeah. is nice. Yeah, so they want him to take a sample, mm -hmm. and Rick easily breaks off a little piece, and Dr. Evans found it strange that it pulled apart so easily. Yeah, he's like, you really want to get in on that, don't you? Mm -hmm. And he was excited. 
Yeah, he said it reminded him of a, of a cork oak tree, mm-hmm. something that's only grown in Portugal. Yeah, uh, he was careful to say it reminds him of it could be. He's mm-hmm. not definitive by any mm-hmm. means. So. Well, you know, I've said this before. All these people are professionals. They have reputations. They can't just, you know, without doing some real testing, you know, yeah. not, you know, they could give like an opinion or they can give like. Hey, it could be this, could be that, but let's get it, you know, further analysis in the lab. And that's exactly what he's going to do. Yep. So he gets a sample so that he can take a look at it. Uh, Like I said, if it is what he's thinking it is, and they're only grown in Portugal, it's kind of an interesting idea. Yeah. Um, Well, Rick noted how light the bark was. And mm -hmm. so... He's like, oh, yeah, definitely cork. Definitely in, Rick, in Rick's head. <laughs> you know, he's like, oh, it's definitely this is Portugal. This is screaming Portugal to Rick. <laughs> right. He's all on the Portugal train. Yeah. Uh, but the outer layer like of a tree is called the cork. Mm-hmm. But it's a bit different with cork trees. I mean, it, it kind of made me chuckle because that's what they're saying. Wine corks are made out of. And I'm thinking of Marty and Mari Vineyards. He's mm-hmm. like. One corks for all, maybe, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, well, Clotworthy had a little voiceover, and uh-huh. he was talking about how Portugal had a sect of the Knights Templar, uh-huh. um, and it was called the Knights Templar of Christ. Uh-huh. And, you know, we're always looking for Knights Templar connections, uh-huh. you know, uh, Portugal, mm, right? Yeah, I, I don't think it hurts. And it doesn't hurt to at least throw out, uh, you know, the idea so that we can think about it. Yeah, I mean, it's on the table until it can be disproven. Mm -hmm. And um, we know Scott has a thorough knowledge of the history of the island. And he points out that he's always kind of been of the idea that the canopy oaks Mm -hmm. being like a marker. You know, you'd bring them and it's a signal as to this is Oak Island, right? So you're looking for the island with a specific marker. And these being natural markers because they're not from the area you're like oh it's the tree with the unique the canopy oaks it has different trees and all the rest of the Mm -hmm. islands around it so easy to identify yep pretty 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 good now we don't know that these are canopy oaks or that these are cork oak whatever i mean is there another way this could have got here yeah i mean a bird could have digested it and dropped it on its path (laughs) but it also it could have been brought there. I don't see why not. Don't know. Hopefully we find out someday soon. Hopefully. Hopefully this season. I'll, I'll quote um, Robert Clotworthy. Remember when he sent us that video uh, mm-hmm. saying that he uh, he appreciates, you know, our, the community or whatever. Yeah. He said at the very end, Ricky and Marty Lagina, keep digging. So they call him Ricky. No, I said Rick. Oh, I thought you Rick said Ricky. And Marty Lagi- Look, my gosh. Rick and Marty Lagina, keep digging. And, you know, we actually, we meet a Ricky this episode, though. Yeah, we'll get there. I know. Shoot. <laughs> yeah. Shoot. I'm not trying to jump ahead. Slow your roll. Well, maybe well, I am. Because the next there. scene is <laughs> where we get a see Ricky, which is or Robert. Okay, how or, about speaking of Ricky? Speaking of Ricky. Good right. segue. There you go. All right. So, War Room. Yes. Lee Lamb and Ricky. Ricky Restall. All right. So, they obviously or okay so maybe not obviously because they have different last names now but they're brother and sister yes they grew up on oak island yes or they had a chunk of their childhood on oak island mm-hmm. um their family the rest all family famously did a lot of research and digging there back mm-hmm. in the 19 uh early 1960s yes and uh you know also famously and tragically are responsible for, for uh, like that uh family has two of the six recorded deaths searching for treasure on Oak Island yep. and two of their hired hands were all, also perished, unfortunately during that so tragic sad. accident back in 1965. Mm-hmm. So, so that would have been their older brother, Bobby. Yeah. Yeah. And the dad. Yes. And yeah, the two hired hands, but man, seriously, a lot of emotion probably coming back to the Island. every oh, time yeah. for them. Uh, and absolutely no doubt. Mm-hmm. So they're in the war room. They meet with Rick, Marty, Alex, Gary, Doug. I feel like I'm missing someone. Am I missing someone? Nope. That's what I got in my notes. Okay. Too. Um, and, and we they... get a flashback to their various visits back to the island. And the about years. the tragedy. Yeah. And about the tragedy. Yeah. So Rick says that the Restall family is part of their family. Of course. 
We agree, Rick. The Big Oak Island family. You think uh, Rick considers McGinnis family part of his family? Yeah. I about do. Samuel Ball's family. I bet all of them. Every, everybody that's uh, ever done some uh, the work to progress. In this yeah. Yeah. The search. Yeah. I totally. absolutely believe that. Yeah. So they show the rest of the finds that could date prior to 1795. Mm -hmm. Some of their biggest like a, and oldest. Yeah. They have a bunch of stuff on the table, including, of course, Drayton's Cross, right? Yeah. And, uh, the brooches, those yeah. uh, like the chisel molds i can't remember what they're called right now swages know. yeah swages yeah the yeah. swages were there yeah so they also so gary's like pointing out the cross to him though he's mm -hmm. like he's basically like this is the find of the century <laughs> gary's not patting himself on the back or anything is he nah <laughs> go gary go like it, the if they can prove that it's like I, I don't know how they ever would, but I mean, it's just hilarious. It <laughs> like, is. He's just like, yep, this is this changes history. He's sure of it. So. Of course. I can't blame him. Go yeah. for it. Yeah. So Lee Lamb, uh, she brought some old artifacts mm -hmm. with her on this trip, an old oak leaf and acorns. And she says that they were found on the beach when they first arrived, though. Uh, and then they thought that they could be canopy oak trees, like from a canopy oak tree. Mm -hmm. And it was maybe... Uh, inserted into a water filtration system, like a flood tunnel. Yeah, and just they weren't necessarily—they weren't just found on the beach, though. It's like the first day they were there, they're digging they're and digging. digging, right? And they're like, "I'm tired. Let's go home and go to bed." <laughs> so they did. And when you wake up and you find the hole is full of water, and you've got these leaves and acorns floating on the top, you kind of draw some conclusions that maybe those came potentially out of the filtration system, right? Mm -hmm, sure. Between, I mean, the coconut fiber is in, very intriguing. And I never thought about the idea of them using the bigger branches in there too as filtration for the drainage system, but it makes sense. So for example, when you're making a French drain or trying to divert the water, you're going to use the smaller pebbles. You're going to use the bigger one, uh, ones kind of upstream so that you can filter out the big stuff and then filter out the smaller stuff so that you're not clogging up the drain. So I, I don't know why I never put branches together in there, but it makes perfect sense to me. Makes perfect sense. And to think that you would take that, put it on a, in an envelope and keep it for like six years. Yeah. yeah. And for it to be in that kind of shape, that's amazing to me. Yeah, the botanist, when they were able to look at it later on, he was kind of wasn't as excited. Like, he's excited to see it, I think, but he's he was disappointed because it was kind of deteriorated, you know, mm -hmm. and he, you're not going to be able to extract any DNA or any kind of, you know, whatever from it. Mm -hmm. I hope they at least send it to a lab to get it really, really deeply looked at, you mm -hmm. know, just in case they can, you know, but he didn't seem very, like, sure. Well so like so they're gonna get anything out marty and rick are like whoa these look like kind of like this and then the botanist is like eh, not really because these subtle differences are actually a big deal mm -hmm. right and could potentially be a different type of tree sure but kind of wrapping up let's see here the war room so we talked about the oak leaf the acorn um digging on the beach what else do we have from that meeting? Well, they just know that the acorns are really tiny, you know, yeah. much smaller than all the acorns are finding. <laughs> <laughs> much smaller than the acorns they're finding on the island right now, uh -huh. like in current day. And so that is something that, you know, obviously catches their attention. Uh -huh. And, uh, you know, then that's when they say they're going to have a botanist evaluated. And we yeah. get to that a little bit later. But then that that scene kind of stops, and then they go on a little field trip through the island. They, yes, they take uh, a local field trip. Yeah, local field trip. So in my notes, I have Rick and Ricky. <laughs> Me too. That was kind of fun to write. Rick down. and Ricky go on a field trip to the old Restall cabin uh, that was moved from, or it was moved to Fred Nolan's property years mm -hmm. ago. What's left of it? Mm -hmm. I, I noted that there was sad music. There was, and the cabin is in very poor shape. Ricky talks about how his brother was very protective and very, um, I don't know, he's like, you know, he's the older brother, right? Yeah. So he's the alpha. <laughs> yeah, and he said he was stubborn like his father and a hard worker. Mm -hmm. He was there to be a lookout. Yep, and he, I think he was all in, you know, obviously. Oh, yeah. He was all into this 
treasure hunt all into this mystery just like his father mm -hmm. you know, so well we go he probably ricky really probably looked up to bobby like mm -hmm. you know what he said goes as he mm -hmm. said turn time to turn out the lights it's time to turn out the lights mm -hmm. when i mean they spent a lot of time together in that very small you know bunk house if you will he mm -hmm. said it was originally a shed um and he his brother would be next to the window because he was supposed to be the lookout he'd have the radio on and be listening for things mm -hmm. and it just it makes me think back to him well he also mentioned him writing in the journals his notes from the day and rick talks about reading bobby's journals mm -hmm. and that when he's tired and thinks about giving up that you know we made progress you know two feet today <laughs> digging and you're digging by hand and how things have changed it really puts things in perspective and then to be standing in the place where he wrote in those journals those very things yep pretty Principal powerful stuff circle yeah but it wasn't actually in the same place. Like the it was in the same room. True. But they moved the, they moved the whole building. But yeah. I know what you mean. I know yeah, what you you mean. know what I mean. I'm picking up what you're putting down. The structure. Down. It just to me that brings you know a lot of good Emotion. heart yeah. strings. And uh, as they get talking about it, Scott and Doug, I guess, had come up with the idea to refurbish it, mm -hmm. clean it up, kind of bring it back to what it originally was. And they looked really excited to do that yeah but ricky was like eh, you know it wasn't that uh glamorous or anything so don't go uh -huh. over the top basically right yeah don't but don't put drywall in here <laughs> well i saw i um you know i don't uh typically visit the oak island on reddit uh -huh. but i and i don't but i get we get emails from that yeah that give reminders all the time and i happened to click on it yesterday and it said something about doug uh went a little overboard with the remodel of the uh, rest all cabin and it had like a picture of like a you know brandly brand new like stairs you know, oh. like, a, like a huge a huge like like pure white um and fancy like room and stuff kitchen that and... was kind of funny yeah it was like high end yeah i i don't think it was kind actually... of funny but yeah it would be cool to see on a tour once they kind of get it to that point because i mean it was a shed before you gotta give them that but i think that that's hilarious yeah you know what off. they need to do with something like that they need to bring in some uh, Pirates of the Caribbean animatronics and like oh have gosh. like a guy sitting on a rocking chair in front of it, you know? No, Dead we man, bring tail, in uh, no tails or whatever. The <laughs> Hall of Presidents, you know? So we can just like get one of their animatronics from the what's his name? Roosevelt. The, thank you. <laughs> Franklin Roosevelt. Yeah, it'll be fine. Yeah. I bet you they'll put one on loan. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I don't know. Outside the cabin, I could just see someone sitting in a rocking chair. It'd be kind of creepy too. It would be creepy. Let's <laughs> let's not push our luck. But I think anyways, it'd be fun. I liked it. I think once they do that and hopefully it becomes part of the tours in the future, it really helps people have some perspective mm -hmm. on what did happen before. Yeah. Yeah. And Rick, uh, you know, he he invited Ricky and Lee to come back when it's finished so they can mm -hmm. take a look at it. So, and of course they accepted. So mm -hmm. and Ricky said, he'll test out the bunk for him. <laughs> he'll make sure it was, you know, up to snuff. Yeah. So in between these scenes, we had a, just a short, like flyover of a drone mm -hmm. or something that said, that said like Robert Clotworthy was narrating something about how uh, winter was approaching quickly. Winter is it coming. Just, it was a reminder. Yeah, I've never even seen that show. Me either. I just know that's a quote. It is a quote. Winter is coming. Yeah, They're going to hunker so, okay. down in the rest all cabin. So we need, um, you know, uh, Clotworthy should have said, huh. winter is coming on Oak Island. You know, something Ooh, like that. You yeah, know, like that'd be in good. In his voice. Yeah, it'd be pretty good. All right. So this is when they hit the research center. Yes. And so they're talking, you know, they bring Lee, Lee Lamb. Yep. And Ricky Restall back in. And uh, with Craig, Marty, and Rick. You like Marty's uh, get up, what he was wearing? His Cabela's, uh, what's it, his things? waiters. Yeah, it waiters, made me yeah. think, was he in the swamp or was he uh, spraying down spoils? Hmm. Don't know. I bet you it's cold out there. Maybe a little both. 
maybe a little bold. Yeah, and so they welcome Dr. Evans, mm -hmm. and he takes a look at the leaf and the acorns, mm -hmm. and uh, Lee Lamb tells her what she believes that they are, and he looks at them under a microscope, and he says that they aren't native to Oak Island. Mm -hmm. So that's one check, right? Checkity checkerson. Mm-hmm. And uh, Clotworthy wonders if they were from a can canopy oak, mm -hmm. a tree that aren't on Oak Island anymore. Yep. Marty draws two conclusions, but he only gives one. <laughs> <laughs> he says, I have two conclusions. Whatever the rest was found 60 years ago wasn't native. Um, says it was important as the coconut fibers found on the island. And he asks if they could do genetic testing. And Dr. Uh, Evans says, not likely. Yeah, just because it probably deteriorates so quickly. Don't know. Um, but not a botanist. Yeah, yeah, I'm not a botanist, but he did mention that that age, I mean, there would be like no DNA to get from. But I mean, we could compare it to other records, visual records of these. So mm -hmm. that's cool. Yep, yep, yep. All right. So that's kind of uh, it before we get to the money pit and kind of. Mm -hmm. Get to the real meat and potatoes of this episode, huh? Yeah, and I had a note just real quick that Marty states that this is just as interesting to him as the coconut fiber because mm -hmm. they both don't belong. And I, yeah, I no thought purpose. that was really interesting that he felt that these were just as important. I can see why. Well, acorns do belong on Oak Island. But yes. it's not those ones. Exactly. Coconut fiber is just, to me, a little more impressive because, man, the closest coconut tree is like, what is it, 1,500 miles away? That's crazy. But if these are the kind of acorns that come from, you know, 2,000, 3,000 miles away on the other side of the Atlantic, that could be mm -hmm. even more impressive. And would the same people have brought coconut fiber along with these acorns to plant? Maybe. Oh, well, Maybe. Yeah, maybe they should look for these kind of acorns over in Bahamas or something. Maybe. <laughs> maybe not right now because of <laughs> like the travel ban and all right. that, you know. Yep. So let's hit the money pit. Hit the money pit. All right. Rick and Marty take Lee and Ricky down to the money pit. Like mm -hmm. they're driving in their SUV. Yep. So another field trip, I guess. Uh, Yeah, just a short, mini one. short field trip on the island. Yes. All right. And they meet up with Danny, the pirate. Ah. Or Vanessa. Jack, Mike, Alex, Steve, Gary, and Terry, and they're all on hand to commence drilling on can RF1. Yes, which was a really special moment. Rick, you know, gives his talk mm -hmm. and he explains to Lee about how they normally would name the cans that they're going to put down. And this one they wanted to name RF1, Restall Family 1. And Lee seemed really touched by that. She was really touched. And she I said it was agree. an honor. It, it is. I can totally see. And that's why I think got the opportunity to start the digging. So what if the rest of family is the one that ultimately does this? That's, Boom. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I really love that. And there was a really special moment where Vanessa and, you know, got Lee started. And it was really cool to see two really important women from the island there, one shot digging, mm -hmm. you know, for me, that was really cool. Well, good. I'm glad so, that made you feel good. It, it made, did. It made, it made my dudes heart feel happy. good too. It did. And that's okay. <laughs> I'm just saying for me, it was really cool. Yeah. So good. take that. Yeah. Well, that's good. So um, before they do that though, Rick, you know, like you said, he's having his little speech. Mm hmm and he says that they're trying to fill in the last page of uh, Bobby Restall's journal mm -hmm. and uh, doing it for the Restall family. So last I almost page. got goosebumps just I saying know. that. Yeah, August so. 17th was, I believe he said the last date. I, I hope August 18th they can uh, <laughs> fill in. I guess that'd be really interesting, but I think no, it's, it's way it, past that. It, it on on the next page, like on the back of that page, it probably just says one, two, skip a few, and then like on the next page, you write <laughs> ninety nine now, whatever twenty twenty. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> or actually, twenty nineteen is when this was filmed. So, all right, so um, yeah, they start the oscillator. Um, Craig joins them. Yep. When the hammer grab is pulling up debris uh, from eighty six feet. Yes. I think that was after a commercial break. Yep. And then uh, Marty says that they've got to be very careful looking at the spoils. Mm -hmm. 
So. Uh, Craig mentions to Vanessa around 100, 120 should be a really important potential area. Mm -hmm. So she said she'd let him know if they're starting to see any changes in pressure and kind of what's going on right then. But like you said, Marty points out things are going well. They're well-oiled machine around there. They've mm -hmm. got, you know, their U-shaped structures out there that they're dropping uh, their however much they do per section in. Gary comes out and metal detects. Then they pull out the big pieces of wood. The smaller debris gets sent over to Jack and Steve <laughs> over at the wash tables. Mr. Eagle Eyes. Over oh, there. man. Yeah, I named him. No, I named him Hawkeye during Hawkeye. the episode. I was like, man, because he's like looking down and like, bam, bam, bam. He, She's talking about Steve. Yeah. Like Till, the tall guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, I think he, is he the tallest guy? No, because I bet you when Alex shows up. Oh, Alex. The uh, from Eagle Canada, he's probably the tallest. I'd like to see a stare down between the two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'd be really interesting. That'd be fun. So, yeah, we've got the... Um, Okay, so they're working the wash table, right? Yep. And, you know, it seems like Steve is a new permanent fixture on it with Jack. Well, it seems like Jack is training him up. Yeah. Well, he's doing a good job, apparently. Apparently. Good job, Jack. Good because job. Uh, Steve knows what to look for. He's he's the one that's found interesting things on the past couple episodes. Yeah, he picks up something. Oh, what's this? And it's like a piece of pottery. It looks mm -hmm. like that red clay pottery. Like, um... It almost looks like terracotta something to me. Well, like what Laird was pulling out of the place, I keep asking what's going on with them and mm -hmm. all the pottery mm -hmm. that they found. Mm -hmm. And it looks a lot like one of those to me. And then as Jack's looking at it, he's super excited. But then I got this screenshot of him almost giving Steve a side eye of like, why are you finding more stuff than me now? Well, that's where uh, Steve would look back at him and say, the teacher has become the master. <laughs> or the student, sorry, the student has become the master. Okay. My bad. <laughs> the teacher. The teacher has become the master. <laughs> My I bad. I think that's a little backwards for poor Jack. Okay, so the student has become the master. But did you notice Dirty mm -hmm. Jack is back? Dirty Jack is back. He had a little Black. bit of dirt. It wasn't like last season, though. Last season, he was like, his whole head was covered in, in mud. <laughs> yeah. He looked like he just got done with the Survivor Challenge or something. Where he had <laughs> this to time, cover though, each other in mud. he's wearing a hat and glasses, so he can only, like, get his face dirty. Looks like he's got a five o'clock shadow of dirt. <laughs> yeah, we're happy to see more of Jack. Jack's, Jack hasn't had, like, a real super prominent role this season. Uh -uh. Like, last season, he did. No, he comes in and but, drops in some excitement, but mm -hmm. Oh, he definitely like drops before. in the excitement. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'd expect nothing less. Yeah. All right. So what else do they do? They've got uh, Gary and Terry <laughs> are metal detecting. And Gary mm -hmm. finds a big broken pickaxe. He's like, whoa, and yeah. reaches in. He said, this is a really sweet find. He said that a lot. Mm -hmm. They found out at about 90 feet deep. Hmm. Yep. What else is that 90 feet deep? Just saying. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't All know. Right. So does that take into account the, the 10 feet that have been kind of removed off the top layer or added or I think they said about 10 feet of like the top uh -huh. of the money pit has just been scraped away completely. So uh -huh. when they dig and they get to, you know, 80 feet, that's really 90 feet. Mm -hmm. I, yeah, I, that is a good question. I'm not sure if when they're referring to depth, if they're saying real depths, like in real time, which would make sense. Mm -hmm. To me, mm -hmm. it's just they would calculate later. For sure. But he's stoked about it. And Gary keeps calling it, like you said, a sweet fine. Terry's excited, but he doesn't show it the same way that Gary does. Yeah, he's able to hold it in. Kind of like his uh, twin brother, Laird. <laughs> okay, maybe not twin brother, but. But around that time. Brother we, from another mother. We get them going to a commercial. And the last thing you hear is this really kind of quiet Terry going, that's sweet. <laughs> I, it's that's an exciting I got a Terry. Pull. No, we've we've heard Terry excited. I know, but it just it really made me chuckle because it feels like I want to pull that clip just to have it as like I, I'm a pretend excited. That's sweet. Hello, Dolly. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he didn't say hello, Dolly. We, yeah, but we've got we've got him excited before. I know. It just made me it so gave maybe, me a good chuckle. His that's sweet compared to Gary's. <laughs> that's sweet. That's sweet. And then. That's sweet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
And so they call Rick and Marty. They want him to come over and take a look at it. Yep. Obviously, because, you know, it's a big, weird little it's artifact thing that isn't <laughs> isn't supposed to be there. Right. So, yeah. So they thought it was pretty interesting. Gary thinks that part of it may have been broken on purpose so that it would be an easier tunneling mm-hmm. object. You know, like if you have two big points on it and you're swinging it back and forth, man, well, that other point could, you know, if, yeah, you're in a, if you're in an enclosed space, yeah, you know, because that's what it's made to do anyway. But if you're like in a, if you're in a shaft going down, you know, and you're in an enclosed space, you don't, might not have enough room. So you might just have to kind of saw an end off to, you know, give short wax yeah. instead of the big swings. And even, I think it's Rick that's holding it and he's like, this is really heavy. I wouldn't want to be swinging this all day. Yeah. Just yeah. like as it is, and it's broken. Well, those guys are must have been jacked back in the day. Oh, can you imagine? <laughs> but um, Marty, I noted, seemed really like little boy excited, like just giddy. Because I think about the interviews they do where Rick was like, I wanted to know all about the history and all that. And Marty's stating, Well, I want to know about buried treasure and booby <laughs> traps, like that's mm-hmm. what you lured me in here with and now he's seeing booby traps and like cool little boy stuff that's like yeah yep uh marty has that like childlike wonder uh-huh. he eye. totally does anyways i just wanted to uh mention that because i thought that was cool yeah so gary thinks um you know like he like i said you think it's part of a tunneling thing mm-hmm. just broken but then when they were uh, leaving that kind of little segment, uh-huh. he said, all right, it's time to get back to crack a lacking. <laughs> yeah. Did, did you write that down? No, I didn't. But what I noticed was the scene directly after mm-hmm. that. Marty goes zooming by in an excavator and Billy's on the ground mm-hmm. with, you know, full green hard hat. <laughs> and Marty goes zooming by him mm-hmm. in an excavator. And Billy's probably like, what's going <laughs> on, man? Like, <laughs> You know what I wrote in my notes about Billy? Huh? Billy sighting. Billy sighting. <laughs> and that was it. Well, and then we were talking about doing a where's Billy. Shh. Sometimes we have to keep our projects to ourselves. Well, you don't. So <laughs> it's my turn to spring stuff on you. Okay. Well, who knows? Who knows? The shadow knows. <laughs> the shadow does know. All right. So Marty is suddenly an attractor. That's what's in my notes. <laughs> and then they are talking about putting some spoils into Billy's bucket. Yep. So at least uh, Billy did get a shout out. Yeah, he got a bucket. Yeah, he has a bucket. I bet you. And so they're buckets. talking about the scoop of the excavator, or yep. the, uh, not the excavator of the, um, what is that thing? The ex- tractor. Tractor. Yeah, the tractor. Bulldozer. Yeah. And then they pull up some really impressive timbers, mm-hmm. and it could be original work. They're cut by hand. Yep. They looked impressive. That was the coolest part of this whole episode. Yeah. I mean, they found wood. But Lincoln impressive logs wood. confirmed in my in my opinion. Check. Yeah. There's even a peg still intact. Mm-hmm. It's pretty sweet. Like within it. And then there's another piece. That's really sweet. It's really sweet. And it's got a hole in it. Yeah. And the other one's got the peg. And like Terry points out, it's like a lock and key situation. Mm-hmm. It was, that was rad. It was impressive. All right. So they look at one particular piece. It's uh-huh. roughly cut. It has a big old notch taken out of it. Hin hin. Yeah. And it's got uh, the peg or they call it the. In the past, they've called them pegs. In this episode, they're calling them dowels. So dowels in a hole. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Uh, Gary says that this is not a modern design. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> okay, Captain Obvious. <laughs> Maybe that's what his superhero should. Captain Obvious. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it's really, really old. Yes. Okay. All right. <laughs> so Marty agrees to uh, do some dendrochronology testing, mm-hmm. tree ring data, and uh, on the, this piece. So you know, what if? What if it dates back to 1769 or prior? Like, this is a big Or what if it's even just a little bit later? Because let's think to ourselves, if if, uh, the U-shaped structure, which was dated to 1769, that's why we we bring it up. That's why they bring it up. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, what what... That may have had to have been built first to block think. water or whatever, if yeah. that's what it was, you know, if that was part of a system that did such a thing. Mm-hmm. Or even if it was a wharf or something, you need something to. Yeah. Yeah. That may have been done first. So if this dates to even like the, you know, anywhere up to 1780, maybe, you know, yeah. it could be really good. Yeah. Because, okay. So it's taken 200 years to find this treasure, right? But the people that deposited it, 
they did it in an instant. Like they, I, it could have taken an, like two or three years or whatever to get down. And they didn't have to triangulate a spot. Mm-mm. They picked a spot, dug down, buried it. That was it. End of story. Or they did the back door through the swamp or whatever they did. They had one singular goal where they didn't have to dig a thousand pits to try to find it. No, they, so it's and they something, had a plan when they it, got there. And it's something that didn't take like a hundred years. No. You know, so um, when you think if they, if they were done by like 1780, you know, if that's when they're building these shafts and that's what this gets dated to or whatever, mm-hmm. um, that's only 15 years prior to the discovery of the money pit, but they would have been gone already well before then. And it would have been, you know, settling and everything and grass would have regrown and yada, yada, yada. So I agree. it's totally plausible that even if it's a little bit after 1769, mm-hmm. that it's totally it totally drives mm-hmm. and it's it, you know those roman numerals those marks that i found looked pretty good yeah and did we even mention that no that we haven't there are roman numerals carved into this piece of wood mm-hmm. it'll also be fascinating to know what type of wood mm-hmm. right does that jive with what was in smith's Cove or somewhere else Who or knows? somewhere yeah. else yeah yeah, there's lots of possibilities with this. So I'm excited. I can't wait to hear some information about this dendro. Oh, yeah. So fingers crossed for the guys. Mm-hmm. You know? uh, they ask if Terry has his uh, handy dandy brush <laughs> and to buff it up a little bit so they can see the Roman numerals. And he's like, oh, yeah, all over it. He's stoked, comes over with Terry's <laughs> bucket and he's like. <laughs> Terry's bucket, Terry's brush. Yep. Yep. And he scrubs him down. And yep, sure looks like Roman numerals to everybody. Laird joins to look at the uh, numerals. I, I see carvings here. I almost said carnage. <laughs> I hope not. Well, I carnage don't know. of wood. All that wood looks like carnage. That's you know? true. All right, he, he, I almost said that, but and I, then I did. But uh, Laird joined to look at the uh, the carvings. Uh, Laird believed that they are Roman numerals. Mm-hmm. Says that they'd be uh, a nice tie-in to the U-shaped structure at Smith's Cove. Yep. You know, like we said, is determined to be constructed around 1769. Correct. All right. Marty says that the Roman numerals found were dramatic. Says that they are. It's been a really exciting day on Oak Island. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the end of my notes for the episode. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Do a Bill and Ted. Whoa. 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 Oh, no, 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 that's, that's awesome. joke. <laughs> Wow. Wow. There you go. There we go. <laughs> it's so funny. Like we had the same thing, even though we were both wrong. <laughs> it's funny. That's because a new thing. You, you, you uh, put that on me for all these years, you know, people think sometimes <laughs> like I've heard, they're like, Oh, that no. like, nope. no. so, that sounds a bit scripted or whatever. I'm like, no, this is just people say we're scripted. Uh, no, just like if we say something, they're like, it seems like you, no, time to that it's or just whatever. that we've been next to each other sitting in this chair for like 15 years okay maybe not in <laughs> okay this chair, but... i was gonna say this chair is not 15 years old no, no but we've been we've yeah. been together quite a while yeah. thanks myspace Tom. thank you myspace <laughs> <laughs> okay let's talk about the next week on next week on the curse of oak island okay wow whoa whoa all right so more roman numerals were found on big timbers with a lot of square like cut timbers yeah like not uh made with a saw either you know like not with like everywhere yeah they were like axe cut wood yo yeah Yeah. you see the bucket like billy's bucket was just full sideways (laughs) it's like we went to the lumber yard and got us some really old hand-hewn lincoln logs (laughs) and we're building a house on oak island with roman numerals that's right all right so lots and lots of wood in billy's bucket is what i wrote Uh in my notes so yes um, a man-made tunnel may have been found at the McGinnis Foundation. That was cool. That was really cool. So we had Rick, Steve, and Laird were on hand, mm-hmm. and they were putting in some kind of like it was like a snake cam or something. Yeah, it's like a snake cam, like we use to look through uh, sewer pipes and mm-hmm. things like that. The semi-rigid uh, camera. How cool is that, though? Like some kind of secret tunnel on the McGinnis Foundation property behind a trap door. Behind a trap door, maybe. Like, but... like that's really cool. Yeah, you know, I was apprehensive. You know what's good? That. Yeah, but now they're going to have to stop and get more permits. <laughs> yes, but but it is what it is. So he had talked. Laird had talked about the fact that they need something more proof to investigate, right? Mm-hmm. So they scanned the area. They got something over there with the GPR. Yep. And so okay, and then if you you're just sticking a tiny little 
camera in there because they weren't further excavating. And then to get something like that, that is clearly a tunnel or additional cellars, there's something there, like a true structure beyond the foundation. That's what they're going to need in order to explore any further. That to me just says they got it. It's time to get in and try to get the permits during the off season. Yes. And those could take a long time to get sometimes. So, so I hope, off season. Uh, I guarantee Laird was all over it. Uh, yeah. He's in charge so, of lot 21. He sure is. Yeah. That's exciting. So again, this foundation, big things are happening. Things uh -huh. that nobody ever knew and uh, new, new discoveries. So yep. yay. Gary pulls a giant hook <laughs> out of the money pit spoils pile. Yeah. I, I wrote in my notes, it looked like a crowbar. Mm -hmm. that's what that's the shape of it to me that was kind of my initial thought but then i was thinking about on boats so when you're lifting up like big crates mm -hmm. or whatever and you're using a crane type of system you would hook pulley it system. yeah like a pulley system you would use that hook to put the ropes hoist or whatever up. and then hoist it up mm -hmm. to me that looks like that it looked like that yeah i mean it, i can totally buy that mm-hmm mm -hmm. For oh, sure. Something for fishing. I don't know. Yeah, Vanessa <laughs> uh, was very impressed with the with the hook. Mm -hmm. And Craig well, and yeah, she came with a treasure guarantee. So yeah, I think well. this starts counting. Yeah, she's like, ha ha. I want one. Vanessa on my treasure hunting team. Yeah, I know. We should have taken her to San Francisco with us last Seriously. year. Seriously, huh? Vanessa, you want to go to San Francisco? <laughs> Dig up buried treasure. Yeah. You know where it is, yeah. right? All right. So, um, uh, Craig and Alex take that artifact, Carmen Leg, mm -hmm. our new favorite blacksmith. All right, and he says that it could be 1700s. Alex uh, says it could be from the original money pit. Whoa. That's a long time ago, 1700s. It just is. Long, yeah. long, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Okay, this galaxy. On, well. On this planet, but a long time ago. On an island. In the in North, the North Atlantic. Atlantic. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big deal. Mm -hmm. Yep, so I'm excited to learn more about that, and Carmen Lake will educate us. Mm-hmm. And then work at the money pit looks to be in jeopardy due to mounting pressure on the oscillator. Well, mounting pressure is normal, right? Mm -hmm. So that's going to happen when we hit wood or something new. But it does seem to, you know, we get the rattling of the camera. I, You see a cameraman, like, run <laughs> in the background. Like, okay, so you can tell something's actually happening yeah well i wrote here that danny and vanessa looked worried mm -hmm. as do many other members of the fellowship and the Irving and rock crew um say that something has uh, was jarring the machine mm -hmm. so have they hit the top of the chapel vault, vault? don't know remember because last year when we were hitting what we think we were hitting the top of it and those teeth were just like grinding off mm -hmm. and then we'd start pulling up these giant teeth and we're like well that's unfortunate this year we talked about having more area to be able to get through the harder stuff mm -hmm. maybe that's kind of what's causing that torque if you will if it's a cement type of structure over it mm -hmm. and then craig theorized the idea of it just getting pushed a, a bit right so do they stop there and try to put down a smaller drill bit that's you know something sharper i i don't know but i'm just speculating on the fact that it could be that don't know because uh chapel and Fre uh, frederick blair had got through mm -hmm. something and pulled up supposedly gold mm -hmm. and that little bit of paper that had vi written on it right mm -hmm. so don't know Mama. but what kind of you know based off the animations they were much smaller <laughs> drill bits and mm. they were you know it's like when you're trying to cut through metal such as when i was making my u-shaped structure we had to use the titanium drill bits versus you know the classic steel ones that i had so maybe we just need to change our tool to be able to take a look inside drill through oh no we'll see we it's going to be an exciting episode. I hope the whole area doesn't cave in like in the middle of the night, like last time or even during the middle of the day, because that would be unfortunate too. That would be a bummer. Yeah. But that is all the it's future. All yeah. Like next week on the Curse of Oak Island. So I'm so Whew. excited. Yeah. I'm excited too. There was a lot to unpack there. Yep. Lots of uh, 
I don't know. This this season's been fun for me, even though there hasn't been like uh, anything groundbreaking. Um, well, I mean, there's been lots of <laughs> there's been lots of uh, fun potential discoveries. We don't have like uh, a lot of uh, concrete stuff because they're waiting for Dendro data on stuff, you know. Um, but I mean, a lot of fun stuff has been found this season, mm -hmm. and uh, it's just exciting to tune in every week. Well, we what we're getting a lot of is that confirmation this year right so confirmation that we have found something that was there in the records and kind of checking those off so we can triangulate and get closer and closer and we're closer than ever now and to pull i mean just the timber that we pulled out with the roman numerals and the pegs or dowels or whatever we want to call them that's a huge find historically like whoa 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 cool stuff so we're looking forward to next week um before we move on to whatever else we have like uh clot worthies and whatnot yes i do want to just uh take a moment to say thanks to everybody that's been showing up to our trivia yes so if you want to join us please do it's at 5 p.m or uh pacific 8 yes. p.m eastern on friday evenings correct and uh just so um you know, just so you guys know the people that get the podcast every week that mm -hmm. haven't had a chance to tune in. Yeah. I just want to read a couple of our uh, questions from, okay. that we did on uh, last night's trivia uh, episode. Okie dokie. All right. So the first uh, Oak Island question from last night's episode was, what artifact did Gary Drayton, Billy Gerhart, and Alex Lagina find in the swamp on season seven, episode 20, springing the trap of the curse of Oak Island? That was the episode just prior to this one. Mm -hmm. So everybody in Canada and the United States that um, watches the episode would have been able to have seen that seen episode. It, yeah. Right. The choices were, cause everything's multiple choice. The choices were a bucket handle, a boulder with a metal spike driven into it, the head of an old spade or the frame off an old bucket. And the answer was a bucket handle. Yay. Yay. Um, another a question we had was what qual <laughs> qual uh, what co what college is Dr. Ian Spooner, and then in parentheses I put the Swamp Doctor slash Swample Stiltskin, a faculty member of? Was it St. Mary's University, Michigan State University, the University of Halifax, or Acadia University? Mm -hmm. And then sometimes Deidre starts humming the Jeopardy theme. Mm -hmm. And then we get the answer was Acadia University. So if you guys listen to us, you probably know all of these answers because we talk about all this stuff, mm -hmm. right? We also have random trivia because yes. it can't be all Oak Island because, wow, that would be hard. Yeah, we do. We have some uh, trivia that isn't uh, Oak Island related. Like, for example, we had this question last night. What drink was introduced in 1985? Powerade? Jolt Cola? New Coke or Crystal Pepsi. All of those were introduced within like a, you know, a 10 year period mm -hmm. in the eighties and nineties. So, um, and the answer was Jolt Cola. And if you, uh, participate in this, you win prizes. We send them out. We like mail physical prizes to mm -hmm. the winners yep. and we have, uh, the top 10 people are, uh, considered winners. Yes. So top 10, I mean, that's pretty good. Yeah. You know, if you want to come by and enjoy the trivia with us, like many others do, uh, please do. And that is, again, on Friday evenings at 5 o'clock Pacific, 8 o'clock Eastern. On our Facebook page. Over on our Facebook page. So just wanted to throw that out there to remind people because we'd love to have even more people because, you know, right now everybody's stuck in the side and, you know, life is weird. Yeah. And so this is just a fun thing and you can win prizes and yep. it costs you absolutely nothing. Yep. Except just... for your time and hopefully you're entertained and, and you enjoy yourself during that time, right? Yep. We're just here to, I mean, we're hopefully bringing a little something fun and exciting while you're stuck inside, doing doing our part, hopefully, while we're inside and you're inside, and good time had by all. Totally. Totes. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Yes. Clotworthy moments. Clotworthy. Okay, Robert Clotworthy, our narrator, as we know, he always asks questions. <laughs> yes, he's always puzzled during the episodes. Yes. <laughs> and so what was he puzzled by? Uh, what was... Uh, I guess before we get to what he was puzzled by this week. Yes. What won the Clotworthy moment vote from last week? So last week, uh, you guys voted and let's see what won. A spike from a booby trap and found some 114 feet deep in the money pit area. 
That's funny. A spike. Yes, a spike. And it's not just a spike. It's the booby trap part. That's, yeah. Uh, that's funny. So it is, but we yeah. like booby trap. Well, <laughs> I don't like people getting stuck in booby traps, but it's a fun part of the story. <laughs> it is. So that was the winner for last week. Cool. Thanks to everybody that voted. Yes. And what one or sorry, what is going up against each other this week to win next week? Okay, let's <laughs> see what's gonna be dueling. All right, let's hear it. A mysterious species of oak tree brought to Oak Island. A mysterious species species of, of oak, oak tree, tree. <laughs> on oak good. island that's something that's definitely nothing we've heard before in a clock no moment, so. it's definitely a a new one, <laughs> yeah if you will it's not axe cut wood yeah okay. okay that was a good one what is it going up against wait for it a doweled timber possibly from the original money pit kind of like timber. a lock and key Pretty a doweled timber was a really big deal it was. It feels yeah. it's still wood versus wood. It's a wood versus wood clot worthy challenge. <laughs> so, so will you vote for the oak tree or the dowel timber? That okay. is the question. Which could be oak too. We don't know. That's what I'm we saying. We will know. Yeah. Well, I'm saying it doesn't if it's a, a wood, it doesn't have to be oak though. I know, but it could, it could be, be oak versus oak could it instead be? of wood versus wood. It could be. All right. So if you want to vote, go to our Twitter. Uh, is it find page? us on Twitter yeah. uh, with our handle Oak Island Podcast at Oak Island Pod. Pod, sorry. <laughs> oh man, the tables have turned. The tables have turned. <laughs> it's usually me messing up. I know. All right, so at Oak Island Pod on Twitter. Yes. And we didn't put the vote up on Facebook this week because Facebook uh, changed the way that you can do things from your phone. Like you, like that's where I usually post everything mm -hmm. and you can't do polls from the phone anymore. Mm -hmm. And so I have to go to computer and I am like anti-computer. Yeah. It's really weird. So but I'm, you're going to do that this week. I am going to do it this week. So we're going to get the poll back up on Facebook as well. And you could find us at, at Oak Island podcast yes. on Facebook. Yes. And then you can totally go and vote there. Yep. And that will, the uh, polling will be open for that one later today. Mm -hmm. And for that, you're just going to click on which image it is with the corresponding answer. Don't write your answer in the chat. I mean, you can, but yeah. make sure to vote. Yeah, click on the image. In order for your vote to count. Yeah, for sure. And so um, that's just a fun thing we do every week, right? Yep. If you're new to the podcast, Clotworthy Moments, a normal thing that we do every single week. And it's just a fun little vote to get the community involved in, mm -hmm. in something fun. So. Yes. Uh, other ways they can contact us. We are also on Instagram. Mm -hmm. uh, you can find us at Oak Island Podcast. Yep. And you can email us and that's Oak Island Podcast at gmail.com. Correct. Amundo. We do have one other way to contact us and it okay. is through our voicemail line. Correct. And you can always give us a call if you'd like. And our phone number is 360-836-4549. I say this every week, but I think people are prank calling us or something, or I don't know, because we get calls. I wish we would kind of get some prank calls. Yeah, we get calls, but nobody leaves messages. Uh, maybe that's maybe there's something wrong on our end. Maybe we need to look at the... Yeah, let's investigate. Um, because it seems like we get the calls and no messages left. They just want to either only hear our greeting or they want to prank us i don't know <laughs> i don't know maybe they think they have the wrong number but i just don't think that's the thing yeah, uh, so. we also have a website which is oakislandpodcast.com yep and uh brand new this week we have brand new trading cards mm -hmm. available and uh, i don't think they're on the website quite yet nope. but we have uh the Oak Island superhero series mm -hmm. that just got uh, shipped out to our patrons. So if you want to support us and get some awesome stuff in return for like, literally you support us with a, a, a little monthly amount and mm -hmm. you get so much awesome stuff in return. It's like <laughs> a no brainer. Why wouldn't you do it? Right. Yeah. Cause you're going to monthly get some happy mail and, your mail box, like in the snail mail, you know, yeah. the things you miss. You get something physical in your hand every single month. And they're awesome little trading cards uh -huh. with fun stories on them. And all of the characters, crew members, crew members from the Curse of Oak Island that you know and love. Exactly. And one of our cards this month is the Money Pit. Mm -hmm. So it's our first uh, card that's not a uh, crew member. Actual crew member. Yeah. yeah. It's about the location and the origin story of the superhero. It's how the superheroes thing. get their powers from something they find in the money pit. Very mysterious. Uh, go and, you know, 
please go and uh, actually, if you go back to last week's uh, pregame live stream, I read that card for everybody to hear. So mm -hmm. go and watch that. It's on Facebook. Yep. And let's see here. We already talked about how to get those. And well, you can support us on patreon.com slash Oak Island podcast for as little as $5 a month. Yep. You get those mailed to you. Boom. Goes the dynamite. That's right. Hey, and one more thing that we never say. Share this with mm -hmm. somebody. Uh, click like on any of the posts that we yeah. make. Uh, share them and make sure you're subscribed. Yeah. Please like, subscribe, show friends. I mean, we we're hearing more from people that are saying, "What what's a podcast? How do I listen?" Uh, you know, while y'all stuck at home, maybe introduce the podcast to a friend that doesn't really know what it is. Show mm -hmm. them how to set up. You know, subscribing. I bet you there's lots of podcasts that they would love to enjoy. Oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, while you're doing that, leave us a review. Leave us a five star review. We'd love to read some new ones and. Yeah. It really helps us out. Yeah, we haven't asked for that stuff lately because, you know, I don't know. It just it feels weird to um, ask for that stuff over and over and over again. But, you know, we do know that a lot of our listeners, you know, they, they love us. They mm -hmm. love our show. They love what we do for the community. Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah, I mean, if you guys love us, other people probably do, too. Mm -hmm. And so we just want to say thank you for all the support you've given us. Mm -hmm. And we're going to keep up the good work because uh, we enjoy what we do. Yep. And when you tell us, honestly, it's kind of like that warm little fuzzy <laughs> that makes me want to keep doing more and more. Yeah. And we got more planned too. Don't you worry. We got some fun stuff planned for the off season. So once the oh, Curse yeah. of Oak Island goes away, you're not getting rid of us. Uh-uh. Oh, man. We're going to try to uh, do what we can to get interviews. We're going to try to do what we can to do uh, more fun, uh, possibly games. Yep. Um, I'm hoping to, uh, well, with her. Uh, try to make some kind of like, um, I don't know, like it's like a, remember last year we did our little treasure hunt, but it wasn't, mm -hmm. it was all word based, you know, it's like, mm -hmm. it was like an armchair treasure hunt basically yeah. for the Oak Island uh, podcast community. Mm -hmm. I think we're going to try that again during yep. the off season. So we got a lot of stuff planned and um, we just want as many people to be able to enjoy it like you do mm -hmm. is, you know, uh, we just want to be able to share that with more people because yep. A lot of people know that we exist as far as like our listeners, right? They, they get it, but there is uh, a thousand times more that don't even know that we're a thing. Uh, and Oak Island is such a big show. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there's a ch good chance that a lot of people that don't know that we exist would probably enjoy this too. So mm -hmm. if you have friends that enjoy the show, please share us. Yep. Anything That's, else? No, keep up the, all the you know, positive community and kind words to your friends while we're all, you know, stuck in here. Wash your hands. Please stay home, stay healthy. And that's it. And that's it. All right. Well, until next time. Could it be?